0: Hi fm your station of choice since 2008. The discussion, of course, around UNRWA has been a significant one. The Yitzhak minister, Yitzhak Goldnov has said that we should declare UNRWA a terrorist organization. Housing Minister Yitzhak Goldknopf asks the Prime Minister Netanyahu why the National Security Council objects to any proposal to declare UNRWA a terrorist organization and demanded that the Prime Minister intervene. We wanted to chat this morning to Sean Sachs. He's a senior researcher at NGO Monitor. Sean, a very good morning. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you? Good thanks, Howard. Good morning and welcome back to the studio. Thank you very, very much. So this, uh, look, the UNRWA thing is, is very, very, it's, it's certainly becoming more and more clear how involved and complicit members of UNRWA have been in the, in the Hamas, on, on the side of Hamas. But does that make UNRWA itself a terror organization?
1: Right, so that is part of the discussion and I appreciate what Minister Goltnoff is trying to say, but I think a lot of it is just rhetoric. We know that UNRWA is a horribly corrupt organization. We know that many, many people in UNRWA were involved in the atrocities of October 7th and many, many other terrorists have either been part of the UNRWA system or educated in UNRWA schools. So UNRWA itself needs to be dismantled and it needs to go and it has been involved in horrible things. But declaring UNRWA a terrorist organization involves an, a number of other highly problematic activities because it speaks also to the United Nations itself. And while, yes, the UN is also corrupt and has been involved in atrocities, the mm. minute we Israel says the, that UNRWA itself is a terrorist organization, it puts us on a serious collision course with another a number of other UN agencies that we would like actually to replace UNRWA. So that is part of the challenge with declaring them a terrorist organization. So
0: so what would be the point then? You know, it doesn't seem like it's a worthwhile pursuit.
1: Exactly, which is why I said, I appreciate what uh, the minister is trying to say, but I think it's more rhetoric. UNRWA has already been told that they, they should not be able to operate in Jerusalem because of their corruption, their terrorist financing, and the fact that many people there involved in UNRWA are either themselves terrorists or are helping to support terrorism, as we saw in Gaza as well. So UNRWA needs to be dismantled, it needs to be taken apart, it needs to cease to exist, but declaring it a terrorist organization unfortunately won't achieve any of those goals.
0: The, is there acceptance from within the United Nations that this is a severe problem. You know, we know that that funding has been pulled by many countries across the world. For UNRWA, we know that that there has been presentation of very clear facts showing how. Uh, members of UNRWA have been involved and were involved in the October 7th atrocities and even kidnappings that went beyond October the 7th. But uh, is there an acceptance from the United Nations itself that something has to radically change there?
1: Um, In a word, the answer is absolutely no. Uh, UNRWA is a is part and parcel of the corruption that is deep-rooted, unfortunately, within the United Nations. And within the United Nations higher echelons, there is absolutely no indication that they see UNRWA itself as a problem. and as we as has often been said the facts are irrelevant to the way they want to see the situation it doesn't matter how many atrocities are committed by UNRA employees the the united nations higher echelons are ignoring it it doesn't matter how corrupt UNRA is the united nations higher echelons are ignoring it so unfortunately the un itself is not taking appropriate action and while it is incumbent upon israel and other western countries to continue to point out the problems of UNRWA, call for its dismantling, defund it, um, because the United Nations itself will not act in this issue.
0: Let's just talk about the fact that UNRWA is an organization dedicated only to the uh, Palestinian refugees and in fact no other like organization exists. How did this even come about?
1: Right. So this actually came about right after the Israeli War of Independence in nineteen uh, in nineteen forty nine. The war ended in nineteen in May nineteen forty nine, almost a year after Israel's independence. And the United Nations, then a fledgling organization, um, part of the resolutions to end the war, was the creation of a unique organization that deals with Palestinian refugees: the United Nations Workers Relief Association. And this actually created a situation where. Palestinians or who had only lived in the area that was Israel since 1946 would be declared refugees and their descendants in perpetuity forever which means it doesn't matter where a Palestinian refugee lives in the future if he lives if he fled to Lebanon to Syria Even to the United States forever, they will be them and their children and their grandchildren and their great grandchildren would be refugees, whereas every other refugee in the world is dealt with by the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, a wonderful organization that is meant to help people, resettle people, pull people out of poverty, allow refugees to prosper and become citizens of other countries. UNRWA was set up for the exact opposite reason—to keep Palestinians in squalor, to keep Palestinians refugees, to keep this hate and foment and foment this desire to see Israel destroyed—and it keeps people as refugees on purpose. And was, that is the main reason why, since its founding, UNRWA needs, mm. distro- needs, needs to be dismantled.
0: Was that the actual intention at the time?
1: So speaking to intent is more difficult but clearly when you see the way it was set up separate to the refu- the other refugees agencies with a unique criteria the idea was it was even back then it was part and parcel of the game of maintaining the civilian population in limbo so that they could be used in future as a as some type of human weapon against the jewish state of israel
0: Incredible. What is likely to happen now? I know that there is, uh, you know, Hillel Neuer going to Geneva. He's getting a petition together. Is anything likely to change in the in the next in the short term?
1: Well, um, Hillel is a phenomenal person, and I think he's doing excellent work. My uh, my own personal opinion is that the United Nations actually will not move on this issue, and the only way it can it will actually happen is if the Entire Western world realizes that the only way to have UNRWA dismantled is if, it's, is if physical action is taken. Absolute funding needs to be cut, and all of the agencies that are run by UNRWA need to move to the other UN agencies, whether it's the World Food Program, World Health Program, and United Nations uh, High Commission for Refugees, so that the refugee issue that UNRWA perpetuates can finally be solved.
0: Sean Sachs, Senior Researcher at NGO Monitor. That is where we leave it.